Well, here's a whale of a tale for you. Why whales became the biggest animal of all time. Today's whales can grow up to a whopping 98 feet in length. But did you know that just a few million years ago, they only grew to about 32 feet? Have whales been eating loads of spinach all these years? Or did something shift over time that made them grow into the massive sea beasts they are today? The killer whale, the humpback whale, the beluga whale, the gray whale, the sperm whale… Okay, you get it. There are lots of different species of whales out there. Over 80, to be exact. While they may differ somewhat in color and shape, they're all pretty impressive in size. The sperm whale, for example, is the largest tooth predator on Earth. And the blue whale is the largest animal ever. That's right, ever! They're larger than a dinosaur, woolly mammoth, or any other living creature we know of that has ever lived on our planet. Pretty crazy, right? When whales first came on the scene nearly 50 million years ago, they looked nothing like they do today. In fact, they didn't even live underwater. Meet the first whale, Pachycetus. Pretty cute, right? Eh, for a whale. Pachycetus was a four-footed land mammal and is known as the first whale. Is that like, say, the first lady? No, it is not. It was about the size of a wolf and was a carnivore. How do we know all this? Well, according to the American Museum of Natural History, fossils found in Pakistan back in 1983 revealed that these mammals lived on land by shallow waters known as the Tethys Sea. Some scientists believe that Pachycetus was a land dweller who was forced to swim in the ocean due to a lack of food on land or warm temperatures. As they spent more and more time in the water, the animal evolved into a creature that lived in the sea. Over the years, this evolution helped the whales to develop features like fins instead of legs so that they could adapt to living in the water. Pachycetus displayed whale-like characteristics in its anatomy, like a long skull. Paleontologists also learned that it had a unique ear bone, something that's distinctively whale-like. Okay, so there are some similarities between today's whales and the ancient Pachycetus. But how did one turn into the other? Well, just like other living species on our planet, Pachycetus evolved thanks to environmental changes over time that influenced the animal's habitat, diet, and behavior. The Natural History Museum in London explains that one of the first evolved mammals to come from Pachycetus was a species known as Ambulocetus. No, it's not a whale ambulance. It lived near estuaries somewhere between 50 to 48 million years ago. Similar to Pachycetus, this species of early whale had four feet. However, its hind legs were shorter and resembled flippers. They also formed a special tail for swimming, using these to swim faster in the water. Can you imagine a whale with four little legs? Sounds kinda cute, doesn't it? Over a period of about 37 million years, Pachycetus gradually evolved into over 80 different species of whales. You heard that right! It took 37 million years for this evolution to take place. That's why, 27.5 million years ago, one of the first whales was significantly smaller than they are today. This particular species of whale was just 18 feet long and had baleen instead of teeth. Baleen is basically a filtration system that whales have that pushes water out of their mouths, keeping animals like krill, which are small, shrimp-like crustaceans, in their mouths for them to eat. The bristles of baleen are comprised of keratin, the same keratin that humans have in their fingernails and hair. Today, 
About a dozen existing whale species have baleen. The rest have teeth. But these teeth are different than the ones humans have, since they're designed to catch prey rather than chew it. Whales definitely didn't start out as the titans of the sea they are today, as their smaller size made them easy prey for predators like hungry sharks. It wasn't until 3 million years ago that things started to shift in the whale's favor. This time was known as the Ice Age. As temperatures in the water began to drop, whales instinctively needed to pack on extra pounds of blubber to keep them warm. They are warm-blooded mammals, after all. Thanks to shifting currents and temperature changes in the water, the ocean floor grew rich with plankton. And with this plankton came hungry krill. To say whales were well-fed at this time was an understatement. Whales everywhere filled their tummies with scrumptious krill. And they grew larger and larger. The whales that had developed baleen instead of teeth took full advantage of this never-ending feast since they were better equipped to swallow up dense patches of food. Thanks to their growing size, they were able to swim longer distances to look for even more food and reach warmer waters, which encouraged even more growth. How far can these whales travel, you ask? Today's humpback whales can travel over 5,000 miles each year. That's one of the largest migrations of any animal on Earth. Whales are consistently the biggest animal on our planet these days. The blue whale, for example, weighs more than a Boeing 757, passengers and bags of peanuts not included, and their belly buttons are the size of a dinner plate. Still not impressed? The blue whale is currently so massive that if you were to take all its blood vessels and form them into a continuous line, the whale would die. But the vessels could stretch from Pluto to the Sun and back, over two and a half times. Is your mind officially blown yet? <laughs> Mine sure is. While today's whales are fully evolved from Pachycetus, you can still see a glimpse of their ancestors, not just with the naked eye, of course. Some whales still have remnants of what used to be a bone for a hind leg in their skeleton. It just doesn't show outside the skin. Could you imagine if whales still sported legs like their early ancestors did? That would look pretty funny. While science has proven that whales have evolved from Pachycetus, they have another possible relative that still lives on Earth with us today – hippos. Yes, those guys. According to a study conducted at the University of Calgary in 2009, hippos are believed to be the closest living relative to the whale. Based on fossil evidence and DNA data, there seems to be a strong relationship between whales and hippos. Many scientists believe that hippos also descended from Pachycetus. Today's hippos, like whales, spend tons of time in the water and are also mammals. However, before this study was conducted, many scientists argued that hippos were more closely related to pigs, cows, sheep, and even giraffes. If this were true, whales would be in the category of cloven-hoofed mammals known as artiodactyla. It's still argued in different circles whether hippos are more closely related to whales or pigs, but as more and more studies are conducted, many scientists are leaning toward calling hippos and whales cousins. No matter which mammals whales are most closely related to, there's no denying that when it comes to size, they're truly one of a kind. But how much bigger are these whales going to get? Many scientists believe that whales have hit their capacity for growth once they measure 109 feet. That's because at 110 feet, a whale can't physically close their mouth within 10 seconds before their prey escapes. 
if it took any longer, they wouldn't be able to eat, which would lead to their death. Did you know that a whale of 109 feet can consume enough water to fill up a large living room? And that's every time it opens its mouth to feed. So there you have it. As they say, all's whale that ends whale. If you thought whales were cool before watching this video, I'll bet you're super impressed now.